Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, so I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season so far. And today's episode is going to be covering the audio of our goal planning session that we hosted on YouTube on December 29th. I hope you guys enjoy this session as you lay out your goals to make 2022 your best year yet. We'll be back in the new year with brand new episodes. Thank you guys so much for being here. Okay, we are live. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday evening or early morning. (laughs) Early evening, depending on where you are. I am so excited. We're so excited to have you guys here to join us for our 2022 (laughs) goal planning session. And this is something that we do every single year. And so welcome. Come on in. I would love for you guys to share in the comments where you are joining us from. And while you are sharing, um, we'll just do quick intro. So my name is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. And Yasmer is my amazing co-host. I'm going to have you introduce yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Yasmer. Um, and I am the social media content creator for Clever Girl Finance. And I'm based in New York City. So welcome. We're really excited to um, get into this live <laughs> session to talk about goal planning. And uh, before we get started, yes, we would love for you to support us. So please check out the Clever Girl Finance books. There are three books in the Clever Girl Finance series. There is this first book on ditch debt, save money and build real wealth. There is a second book on investing called Grow Your Money. And then there is the side hustle book. Um, and you can find these books everywhere your books are sold. You can get them from your local bookstores, Audible, Amazon. Um, you can ask your retailers to order them. And if you are interested in checking out the Clever Girl Finance planners as we step into the new year, we have two awesome planners, um, the Life Planner and the Business Planner. And you can find both of these on the Clever Girl Finance website at clevergirlfinance.com slash shop. (laughs) So yes, let's kind of get into the topic now. So this is the 2020 goal planning session, right? So we're going to be talking about how to set amazing, actionable steps to help you achieve the goals that you have for the next year. So we're going to be covering some key things um, in this session. We're going to be covering your money mindset, which is foundational to anybody's success, um, especially when it comes to those financial goals that you have for yourself. We're going to do a review of 2021. How did your 2021 go? And we're going to talk about how you can create a plan for 2022. We're going to go over key action steps you need in order to succeed. And we're also going to talk about key tips to secure your credit for the new year. So credit is a very important topic And that particular portion of this session is brought to you or sponsored by FICO. FICO is a company that we are proud to partner with. We've partnered with them over the last two years. And the reason why we really love this partnership is because they are focused on consumer education and empowering you with knowledge and resources um, to help you have the best credit score possible and also to make help you make informed credit decisions. So if you want more information about the resources they offer, they are on the show notes um, 
here on YouTube. And we're going to be going over specific credit tips to help you um, with that aspect in the new year. So let's get into it. Um, your money mindset. <laughs> yes. Um, so this one is very, very important. Let go of the past. Forgive yourself for your money mistakes. There's no shame, no judgment. Um, we all go through similar things. So we're not judging anyone here. Um, and and um, be, be kind to yourself. Don't judge yourself for any um, money mistakes. You just got to get back on it and, and you'll, you'll do fine. Yeah. So when it comes to your money mindset, the first thing foundational is just really forgiving yourself, letting go of the past. This past year may have been difficult for you. It may have been full of mistakes. It may have had you in situations that you regret. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're feeling any kind of way about the decisions you've made with your finances or what you have had happen to you with money, or if you're blaming yourself in any way whatsoever, I want you to pause and forgive yourself, let go of the past. And this is not ignoring what happened because obviously whatever has happened has happened. Well, recognize what has happened, assess what went wrong. What are the things that went wrong with your finances, with the way you set your goals, with what you were not able to achieve? And then take those lessons and say, I forgive myself. I'm going to take these lessons and use them as stepping stones for my success going into the new year, going into 2022. Mm -hmm. That is incredibly important. And this, you know, the reason why we start with this is because so many people, especially women, we carry this baggage, this shame, this failure of what we have done wrong with our finances in the past. And it clouds our future in the sense that, you know, we we, we look at those mistakes and they hinder us from taking steps, you know, that we should be taking about for our finances or it, it, it makes us feel fear or demotivated where we we don't take as much action or we don't you know embrace the change as much as we need to in order to achieve our goals. So the number one thing when it comes to adjusting your mindset as you think about your goals for next year is to let go of the past and forgive yourself for any money mistakes. Mm -hmm. Second thing is Understand that your mindset is everything. Whatever you think is impossible is possible, but only if you believe. Um, this is very important too, as well, because if you can't believe something that you're going to achieve something, it's just um, it's just not going to happen. So, very very important. Yes, and um, just going back to the forgiveness piece, I see some people sharing some co some comments. Um, Rossi Grassi said that she had to forgive herself when uh, she was on her credit card debt-free journey. And the hardest part was facing it to begin with. Yes, that mm -hmm. can be difficult. Um, Lucy said, I forgive myself. <laughs> yes. Jasmine J said, I think I'm too hard on myself and I'm trying to be kinder about my money. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're not pursuing perfection here. We're pursuing progress. We're all hard on ourselves. I'm very hard on myself as well. So you know, forgiving ourselves is really an important f first step. And just going back to what Jasmine said, being kind, kinder to yourself. Um, point two that Yasmin just covered, understanding that your mindset is everything. So listen, this is so important. The way you think about what you are able to accomplish is incredibly important. You have to believe that you can achieve your goals. You have to believe that you are successful, regardless of whether or not you have the entire plan set out. You have to believe it. Your belief, you know, or your faith in what you can accomplish is, is so important to the journey because when you have that belief, it will allow you to stay focused and stay motivated even when things get difficult. And also when you have that strong belief that you can accomplish something, it will help you avoid other people from swaying your own beliefs and swaying what you are able to accomplish. Because sometimes all it takes is for someone to tell you you can't do something. And then if you are not strong in your beliefs, if, you're, if you don't have that conviction, you start to believe that, you know what, I cannot do something. 
And today I was watching um, the news. So I have a television in my office here. And you know how they bring all these, they brought on this global trendsetter who has been tre- setting trends for the world for several years, this lady. And she was there to talk about the word for 2022. And I was like, oh, wow, let's see what the word for 2022 is going to be. And she's like, the word for 2022 is chaos. And I was like, wait a minute, in whose word, in whose world? <laughs> is this word, right? Like, how are you going to tell people that 2022 is going to be full of chaos? And she was serious about this being the word of 2022. And I was like, no, that's not my word. That's not the Clever Girl Finance word. That's not what I believe about what I'm going to accomplish. And so there are people like that. There are influences like that, that will say things and impress things upon you, right? Like this woman and her chaos, her world of chaos, not mine, that can sway the way you think. So I want you to understand that your mindset is everything. It's important to believe that you can accomplish. You may not know all the steps yet, and that's fine. We're going to lay out the steps. We're going to talk about goal setting and you're going to take action, right? But in your head, you have to believe that you can achieve. And it doesn't matter what's happening in the world, right? If you choose to be successful, you will be successful. And there's a saying that I heard that is just has had such a strong impact on my own life. And it says it's about faith and it's about believing. And the saying says that if you pray to God to move a mountain in your life, The next morning, you will wake up equipped with a shovel. You will wake up equipped with that big tractor that has the whatever it is that picks up the dirt. You will wake up with the tools to get that mountain out of your life. And what that basically means is that as you believe, you also need to be prepared to take action. Belief is not enough, but you have to believe. You have to hold that belief about what you can accomplish firm, but then you also have to be ready to pick up the tools and take action. So yes, people are going to tell you 2022, chaos. I don't believe that. I reject that. That's not what I believe for myself. I know what I am capable of doing. And people always succeed despite what adversity. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise about how amazing your 2022 can be, right? People are going to say all kinds of things. Oh, 2020 was bad. 2021 was bad. 2022 is going to be worse. Not for you. Not in your life. You're not going to accept that because you're going to put your head to the ground. You're going to do the work and you're going to believe that you can succeed. And I'm not saying that belief makes it easy. Because it's not easy. For those of you who are here, I'm sure you have enough life experience to know that it's not easy, right? It takes hard work. You know, it takes sometimes things will go all over the whole place, not go according to plan. However, it is possible. It is possible. So number two, understand that your mindset is everything. Yes, tip number three that we have, shift your circle of influence. Surround yourself with the right people and things to help you win. Yes. So, and this one is kind of, you know, tricky. Your circle of influence, the people you surround yourself with, who are they? And how are they helping you achieve your goals? So let's think back to 2021, this year, 2020. Mm -hmm. Who are those people in your life that were in your corner, that were motivating you, that you were, you were, um, you were empowered by that, um, you know, they were helping you win. Who are those people? And who are those people who were just not supportive, who were just not there to help you grow, who are just negative about everything you wanted to do, telling you nobody in your family has done it. You can never do it. It's only for lucky people. It's only for celebrities. It's only for famous people. Who are these people? It's time to shift your circle of influence. And sometimes the people who are negative, the people who do not support you, the people who do not believe in you, the people who think that your goals are stupid, um, they're people closest to you. However, That doesn't mean, you know, sometimes you can't get away from your family. You can't get away from the people in your house, but you can be careful who you share your goals with and you can find ways to immerse yourselves in other circles where you will find people um, who will support you, right? So as opposed to sitting down every evening with an auntie, an uncle, watching TV and listening to them complain about life and how you're not going to be mm-hmm. successful, how nobody in your life is successful, then, you know, you know what, auntie, we're not watching TV tonight. I have some work to do. You get on your computer and you join a session like this, right? So mm-hmm. the circle of influence is so 
important. And it's not just human beings. It's what you consume. You're always watching TV shows or reality shows about doom and gloom and failure, then it's going to impact you. If you're always on Instagram with people who are all about, woe is me, woe is me, I can never succeed, it's going to impact you. And sometimes it's not a conscious impact. It is a subconscious impact. And there's that saying about, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. And if you tell me the five people or the five things you spend the most time with or time doing, um, I can tell you who you are. And it's just very true. If people around you are constantly telling you that you cannot succeed, eventually, right? You're going to start thinking, you know what? I'm not even going to put in that much effort because you know what? I cannot succeed. So shift your circle of influence. It could mean blocking people, not talking to people, not sharing your goals with certain people, telling people that you are busy saying, no, I cannot hang out right? And be prepared that when you start to say those things, people are going to clap back at you like, oh, really? Are you too good for us? Oh, wow. Look at her trying to save money. Look at her trying to <laughs> trying to <laughs> get her goals, all that kind of stuff. And that's perfectly fine, right? Remember, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about what they feel are their own limitations. It's about what they don't believe for themselves, but you're not going to allow their perspective to 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 impact your life and your perspective. So Paula, hey, Paula, she said, audit your inner circle like you audit your bank statement. So when you're you go over your your bank statements, audit that circle. (laughs) Tracy says, block those people. Yes, block them. If you need to, block them. And then when you are successful, unblock them. Like, hey, girl, what is that again? (laughs) So it's really important that you have the right people. Mm-hmm. T.B. Douglas said, be your own best friend. Be strong for you. I love that. You mm-hmm. have to be strong for yourself because sometimes nobody else is going to have faith in you, but you, especially in the early stages of you wanting to achieve your goals, especially when you're just starting your grind, right? And you haven't yet figured things out. People may not be there for you, right? And that's just life. It is life. So be strong for you. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, number three, shift your circle of influence. Tracy said, have a block party. <laughs> block party. <laughs> I like and that. I love that. Oni Gell says, move in silence, ladies. Yes. Yeah, sometimes just being quiet mm-hmm. and moving and making your moves and letting people see your success as it's happening can be incredible. So again, your circle of influence, you want people who are going to empower you, motivate you, who are going to say, girl, get back up when things are going wrong, who are going to make you feel excited about your goals, who are going to say, you know what, it's a difficult time, but pick yourself back up. I know you can do this. I believe in you. Those are the type of people you want to have around you. Yes. And if you don't mind me sharing, Bola, um, you know, this year um, I was so lucky I'm, I'm, I always feel lucky to have you in my life. And I just wanted to share with everyone that I um, was offered a job. And, um, you know, there were people telling me, don't ask for more. <laughs> They're going to rescind the offer. But then I reached out to Bola and she says, no, do it. <laughs> so, yes, ask and, for more money. <laughs> yes. And I got more. Um, so, yeah, very, very important that you're careful with who's um, in your circle of influence. Yes. And Paula said, when you move in silence, people don't know what to attack. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love that. So just to recap, number one, let go of the past. Forgive yourself for your money mistakes. No shame, no judgment. We've all made mistakes. Tell someone who has never made a mistake to tell you that, you know, to try to judge you. That's never going to happen because everybody Mm -hmm. has made a mistake. Number two, understand that your mindset is everything. You have to believe that you can succeed regardless of what might be your hindrance, regardless of what might be your mountain. You can achieve this. You can achieve your goals. Just believe it first and then create your action plan because belief comes with action, which then equals your success. Three, shift your circle of influence if you don't have the right people around you. And maybe you don't have the right human beings, but thank God for social media, for um, you know, platforms like YouTube, Instagram, 
sometimes they can be tank sucks, but you can leverage them to your benefit by finding communities, by finding people that can empower you and motivate you if you don't have those people physically around you and keep your goals close to your heart. Not everybody needs to know what you're about to do. Not everybody deserves to know what you're about to do. So that's really important. Mm -hmm. So we're going to now bring out our pen and paper. If you don't already have your pen and paper out and we want to review 2021. And I will preface this by saying that this is not, you know, 2021 was difficult for many people. Um, and for many people, it was an incredible year. This is not to make you feel bad. This is not to have you go over what didn't work out. This is an opportunity to reflect and glimpse the lessons and determine how you're going to leverage those lessons for your next year, for 2022, to make 2022 your best year yet, right? So let's review um, 2021. So grab your notebooks and yes, we're going to ask a series of questions that I want you to answer, to start thinking through. And you can come back to there. This is going to be available as a replay. If you need to go back this, over these questions again, if you need to take your time after this session to write down your answers, perfectly fine. But I want you to think through these and take some time to reflect on them so that you can leverage this, what you learn for your successful 2022. Okay. First question is what financial challenges did you face? Um, think about this one and just write it down, um, because you're, you're, you're going to need that. Um, what was the worst financial decision you made in 2021? What didn't you do too well when it came to your money? I know these questions can be daunting, but, um, trust us, very important to, to answer these for yourselves. So write down your frustrations and then write down a lesson you learned from each thing. Yes. Yeah, so what did you learn? Right. What financial challenges did you face? Maybe you struggled to pay your bills. Maybe you had a setback. Maybe you depleted your emergency savings. Maybe you had an illness in your family. What was your challenge? Just write that down. What was the worst mistake you made in 2021? Something that you didn't realize in that moment was a terrible decision, but you did it anyway, or maybe you knew it, it could have been loaning away yeah. someone. It could have been getting a credit card. It could have been signing a loan, co-signing. It could have been whatever it is. What was that worst decision? And then what didn't you do too well with when it came to your money? Did you overspend? Did you not stick to your list? Did you not budget? Did you not invest? What is that thing? Write down your frustrations. I'm mad at myself because I didn't do X, Y, Z. I really struggled this past year because I lost my job. And then write down, what did you learn, right? Mm -hmm. um, I learned that, you know what, when I have spare money, I should save more so that if I ever am struggling to pay my bills, I can fall back on this. I should, you know, I learned that I need to say no and be firm in my no. I've learned that certain types of people are not good for me to be around because they influence me to make poor decisions, I've learned X, Y, Z. What have you learned from last year? There has to be a silver lining despite the difficulty. And even if your last year was incredible, there are learning lessons mm -hmm. that you have, right? Because your 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 best, your last best is not your best forever, right? You can always one-up yourself. So what did you learn last year, right? Really important to reflect on this. Um, losing your job, golden eye, does count as a financial challenge because when you lose your job, you also lose your source of income. So maybe, you know, the lesson here is, wow, I, I lost my job. So saving, making sure that I, I am able to create another stream of income, Whatever it might be, right? Um, this is not to judge or shame anybody. This yeah. is just reflecting so you know you are aware of how to move as you step into 2022. A few more questions to ask mm -hmm. now. So let's flip it to the positive side. So we know what didn't go well. You've written down your lessons or you will reflect on what those lessons were. You know what that is. So let's talk about the positive side now. Ask yourself, what was the best financial decision you made in 2021? May that be, you know, opening a Roth IRA or contributing to your 401k or saving, you know, a month worth of expenses. Um, write that down. And then um, what did you do well when it came to your money? Write it down and celebrate your accomplishments. No wins are too small. Yes. Yeah, so 
best decisions? What are you so proud of? And it doesn't have to be big and massive. This is not a who did it better thing. This is, again, this is personal. This is personal for you. What did you do, even if it's small, that you were so proud of? You stuck to your budget for 30 days, for 60 days, for 90 days. Um, you hired a financial advisor. You saved, you know, even if you were saving only $20. So Z-Bling creation, you said saving, even if it was just $20 doing mm -hmm. it. Um, um, Tab, you said hiring a financial advisor. You know, what did you do well? What did you do well when it came to your money? You stuck to your grocery budget half the time. You didn't let your kids sway you into buying things you didn't want to buy. Charlene says automated um, savings. Tina says incre she increased her retirement contributions. Um, you know, what is it? One tall girl says, I didn't overdraft my account. That's a, when I want you to celebrate what you did well, mm -hmm. pat yourself on the back, no matter how small it might be. And the reason why you want to celebrate your wins, no matter how small, is because they motivate you and they show you that you are making progress. And they also help you, help to remind you that when you add up all your small, 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 small progress and you look back, you will see that you have actually made strides right? So just because you did things wrong with your money doesn't mean you didn't have a successful year, right? We all make mistakes. I made a lot of money mistakes last year, but I also did a lot of really good things with my money. And when I subtract what I did good from what I did bad, I actually did pretty okay. So look at it that way. Like I said earlier, it's not about perfection. You don't have to be perfect with everything. It's about making progress, taking those small steps to help you win. So now you've reflected on what went well and what did not went, what did not go well so now let's talk about your headspace while things are not going well and while things were going well yes what was your mindset like around each setback or failure what was your mindset like around each win pay attention to where you were and determine what you need to work on adjusting emotionally and mentally when you're dealing with your finances and financial situations. So this is really important because I think as individuals, we need to be in tune with where we are emotionally when financial challenges are happening, when financial successes are happening to us. And this is because a lot of us tie money and financial success and the ability to achieve our goals. We tie our emotions to it. And once you're able to recognize how your emotions are playing out in a situation, it gives you better control and gives you better, um, better control over being able to use your money as a tool, which is what it is. So what was your mindset every time you had a failure? something went wrong. Were you like, woe is me. I can never be successful. Nobody in my family has ever done this. I'm a failure. I'm bad with money. And did you just sit back and let life happen to you? Or were you like, you know what? This didn't go, but go right, but I'm going to keep working on it. This didn't work out, but I'm going to pick myself up and go out and do another job interview. This didn't work out, but I'm going to keep going. There's a difference there. When things are going wrong and you accept what's going wrong and you tell yourself it's meant to be wrong, right? When the opportunity comes to you, even if it's a small opportunity for you to have a win, you're going to ignore it because you're so yeah. caught up in everything that's going wrong that you don't even see that opportunity coming by you. Everything is just wrong. Everything is just wrong. You don't see the opportunity for you to have a win, even if it's a small win. Whereas on the other side, if you're like, you know what, things are going wrong, but I'm going to keep going. If you're open-minded and you're ready to keep going, the next time an opportunity comes by you to save, to get a part-time job, to sell something you don't need to bring money in, you're going to jump on that opportunity to network with somebody that can find you your next job. You're going to jump on that opportunity because your head space is like, yes, this went wrong, but I'm not going to let it hold me down. And so it's important to recognize how you're thinking during every setback and every win. Also, what was your mindset like when you were winning? Were you like, oh, I'm so amazing. This is the best it can ever be. Or were you I'm going to keep going so I can be more amazing. You really want to be in tune with your emotions. The key here is not to get so emotional about a failure, about a setback that you block your ability to take a next step, that you block your ability to, to leverage 
to take advantage of opportunities that come your way. Failure happens to everybody, mm-hmm. okay? Failure happens to everybody. Everybody has setbacks. There's nobody in this world who is successful, who has not dealt with a difficult situation in life. And sometimes you you can never know what somebody is going through because of the way they think. They don't wear it as a burden. They mm-hmm. look at it as what it is for what it is, and they, they focus on moving forward. There are some people that you... We have never met and you will see them for a mile away and you know that everything is wrong in their lives because of how they carry themselves and because of the words that come out of their out of their mouth and as a result they are the ones now holding themselves back right life happens life happens to all of us how you react to it makes all the difference and i want you to remember that no matter how bad your last year was no matter what financial situations you have going on right now, nothing is permanent and you can take Mm -hmm. action. Even if your first action is creating a plan, you may not have the money to pay the bill. You may not have the money to do the things you want to do to get out of the situation, but you can create a plan. You know how many people don't create plans? Things are going wrong and they don't create a plan. They don't have a plan to get out of it. And they just stay in that situation inevitably. You can make a plan and you can take a step, right, to help you get out. That's that's you trying to make progress. So really think about, try to stay in tune with how you're feeling emotionally, what you're telling yourself when you're winning and when things are not going well. Mm-hmm. And so we said, don't let a stumble be mm-hmm. your downfall. So important. Um, very important. Thank you for sharing that. Paula says, falling down is part of life. Getting back up is living. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is so, so amazing. So those are the questions I want you to reflect on. We can come back to those, but this is really just to help you think through how your 2021 was, you know, what you did well, what you didn't do well, how you were thinking, you know, how your mindset was. Take all those lessons. So you've written your notes. What did you learn? From all these things. These are the lessons we want to move into 2022 with. Yes, failures happen, but you know what? We don't want to take those failures with us into 2022. Mm-hmm. Mistakes happen, yet yeah, we all make mistakes. We want to take the lessons. That's what we're looking at. We want to take the lessons. Everything else, we know what happened. Take it, throw it in the trash. We want to take the lessons. That's what we're moving forward with. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward with lessons. Lessons are golden nuggets. Lessons are steps that help to elevate you, help you make smarter decisions. We're looking for lessons here. We're not looking for judgment. We're we're not looking for shaming. We're not looking for woe is is me. This is not a pity party. This is a success planning session, success party, you know, so we've figured out what went wrong. So we've taken our lessons and now it's time to step into planning for 2022. So are you guys ready? Are you guys still with us? Please share in the comments. Oni said she's making better decisions and forgiving herself for mistakes. Good, good. Andrea said, let the lessons lead you forward. By the way, guys, we have Mm -hmm. over a thousand people here live with us. Thank you for being here. We appreciate your time. This is so exciting. You guys made time to work on yourselves. Incredible. Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, Okay. Thank you, Taranisha. <laughs> she said, this is so good. <laughs> Tab said, moving onward, not dwelling in the past. Love it. Love it. Okay. So now let's get into some 2022 planning. Okay. Let's keep moving, Yasmir. Yes. This is the fun part. So first, you're going to make a list of what you'd like to accomplish in 2022 and then narrow down your top three goals. Prioritize your top three goals accordingly. Yeah. So what are your top three goals for 2022? Share in the comments. And the reason why we say top three goals, you can have more than three goals, but three goals allows you to really focus. So have your list of goals. You can have your 10 goals. You can have your 15 goals for your life. But what are the top three goals that you really want to focus in that if you're able to achieve those goals, they will cascade into the effect, will cascade into your other goals. What are those top three goals? What do you imagine 
2022 to be for yourself? What do you want to accomplish for yourself? What are your three goals, right? It could be financial. It could be career. It could be personal development. It could be entrepreneurship. It could be parenting. This is personal to you. Your goals are not what people say you should you should be doing, oh, girl, you need to get married in 2022. That is not, if that's not a goal for yourself, listen. I got that goal from somebody. I'm like, you need uh, to find a no. husband in 2022. <laughs> that's not the type of goal we're talking about, sis. No. <laughs> I mean, we, it's great if that's what you want for yourself. Or you need to have a baby, you've been married for three years. You know, like. What are the goals that you want? It could be getting married. It could be having a baby. It could be starting a business. It could be, you know, exiting a relationship. It could be um, saving money, getting promoted. What? But I want it to be personal to you. Like we're laughing about some of these goals, but, you know, it's not that we're making jest of them. But I want you to realize that sometimes people will impress goals upon you that you do not want for yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so think about what you want for yourself. So let's talk about some goals people are sharing. Miss Miss Les MJ says getting her savings to 10k. Yes. Um Bukola says career enhancement traction, have $20,000 saved, travel with my kids to Egypt. Nice. Tori says save Oh, Ziebling says, my top three goals are saving for my son's future, building my business, and learning more about finances, self-empowerment, and having more faith. Wow, there's so many comments. Um, Casey says, buy, buying a house and creating more streams of income. Michelle yeah. says, starting to invest, changing her career, saving three to six months. Yes. So I want you to take it a step further and be really, make those goals tangible right? Mm-hmm. So I want your goals to have a timeline to be associated to a specific amount or step. I want to get promoted to what? To manager of sales, to VP of whatever. I want to save $20,000 in the next 12 months, right? So that you can break that down into how much you want to save every single month. I want to pay off X amount of money that I owe on my car by when. You want your goals to be specific. I don't want you guys to create fluffy goals, right? Like, I want to be rich. (laughs) It's a great goal. I mean, great aspiration, but it's not tangible. Like, I I want to be rich too. We all want to be rich. (laughs) How am I going to do that? I'm going to invest X amount of money every time I get paid until X date so that I can have X amount in my brokerage account. For example, okay. right? Be specific, set timelines, take that timeline and break it down into small chunks. So you know exactly what it is that you want to work, work with, right? So being specific, being specific is so important. Um, very important. So let's go to the next slide. So So for each of your top three goals, make a list of key actions you need to take and by when. For example, how much do you need to save or pay off each month to meet your year end goal? Break your actions into small chunks of steps to take. Daily, such as like reading books, listening to podcasts, etc. Weekly, checking bank accounts. Monthly, making payments investing and quarterly you're going to review your goals yeah so these are just examples of actions you can take so you want to set a goal but you also want to break your goal into small chunks and you also want to take action right so going back to that quote i said i had heard about praying to god to move a mountain right your mountain could be debt your mountain could be wanting to have savings your mountain could be a career goal Right. And the other half of that saying was that when you pray for that mountain to be moved, you will wake up equipped with a shovel. These action steps, these small chunks are your shovel to move that mountain, which means you have the tool. You've made the prayer. Now it's time to take that tool and take action so you can actually get that mountain out of the way. You create the plan and you work the plan. You say you want to save $10,000 in 12 months by the end of 2022. So $10,000 divided by 12 months, that's $833 you have to save every month, right? Mm -hmm. Can you fit that into your budget? Does that make sense realistically? It's going to challenge you, great, but can you actually 
find ways to accomplish it. It's okay to readjust your goals if they just seem unrealistic out of this world, but your goals also shouldn't be easy. They also should challenge you and you want to create a action plan so that you can stay immersed, stay focused and stay motivated to work on your goals. So it's not just, oh, every two weeks, I'm going to transfer money to my savings. You have to stay motivated. It's not just, oh, I'm just going to automate my savings to my checking account or to my savings account. You want to keep your head in the game. You want to keep your mindset turning so that you not only achieve your goal from automation, but you challenge yourself to do even more than what you set out to accomplish, right? Because automation just makes it happen. But you may have a spare $1,000 one month or a spare $500 one month. You can very easily decide to put that money into your savings to achieve your goal. Or your mindset might just be like in a different place. Like you're like, you know what? I'm going to go blow this whole $500. So really immerse yourself in what you want to accomplish. It's not just taking the steps, but it's surrounding yourself with the right people. It's consuming the right content, the books, the podcasts. It's reviewing your goals to keep track of how you're going or how you're doing. It's having the accountability, right? So you want to think about it this way as you lay out your goals. So top three goals, you can have a list, like I said, of as many goals as you need to have, but you want to have those top three focus goals, those things that, you know, these are most important to me. These are my top priority. And when you accomplish those goals, they will likely cascade into all your other goals. Keep that in mind. Are there specific things you need to learn? Do you need accountability? Where will you get the help you need? Write it down and follow up. Exactly. So you know what your goals are, right? And sometimes you may not know how to achieve this goal. You may have laid out this plan, but how do you execute this plan? So these are other questions you need to ask yourself, right? What are the specific things you need to learn, right? Because sometimes it's learning, it's improving your skill set, it's understanding a concept that you, you need to do in order to achieve those goals. So what do you need to learn? So you've listed your goals on the on your piece of paper, your notebook. Now write, in order to achieve this goal, I need to learn X, Y, Z. You want to start a side hustle. Do you need to learn marketing? Do you need to learn um, business budgeting? Do you need to learn how to write a business plan? You want to get a promotion? Do you need to learn how a certain certificate? Do you need to get a certain certification? Do you need to learn certain managerial skills? You want to pay off debt. Do you need to learn how to create a debt repayment strategy? You want to invest. Do you want, do you, do you need to learn what stocks are, what the stock market is? What do you need to learn? Mm-hmm. Accountability. Do you need to be kept accountable? You know who you are when you think about your finances and how you act. Do you need someone to hold you to what you say you're going to do? Who is that person, right? That's going to motivate you, that has the same mindset or has accomplished what you are trying to accomplish. Who's that person? And where are you going to get the help that you need? Who is going to help you, right? Who's going to help you achieve these things? It could be joining the library so you can get the books to, to learn. It could be getting an Audible subscription. It could be buying books on Amazon. It could be reaching out to, you know, a senior executive at work that you really admire to become your your um, your accountability partner or your mentor. You want to start thinking about these things, right? So again, come back to these questions. Take your time. A lot of this requires more time to think through than we have on this call, but this mm-hmm. is you know, a baseline of what you want to start thinking about. And again, this is going to be available on a YouTube channel. We're probably going to put the audio on the podcast as well for you to listen to. Mm -hmm. So just take your time to think through these so that you can lay out your goals and you can lay out your action plan for your goals. So we've talked about the goals you want to have for 2022. And now we want to talk about committing, right? We can all write down goals. Um, you know, I've seen, have you, if you watch YouTube or you, some, some Instagram pages, they have all these, like when people are setting up their planners for the new year mm-hmm. and they use all these markers and all these colors mm-hmm. and they look so pretty and that, you know, like all these bullet journalers and they design the whole thing. Listen, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you spend five hours designing your planner. <laughs> But if you don't take action, if you do not commit, it doesn't mean anything. It just means you wasted five hours designing with your couple <laughs> friends. So, you know, um, someone asked about getting an accountability partner. So we have our incredible Facebook group called Clever Girl Finance <laughs> 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 on Facebook. 
And you can ask for an accountability partner there. So feel free to join us. Just search Clever Wealth Finance on Facebook and you will find us um, there as well. So committing, so important. We have to commit to this. We need to be in it to win it. It's one thing to write down and join the goal setting call and then write down the answers to all these questions and then throw away the book. You know what? Put the book on the shelf and just go back to living life. We're not going to do that. We're going to commit. We're going to be serious about this next year. We're going to win this next year. We are going to make 2022 our best year yet. I keep repeating that because this is going to be the best year yet. So let's talk about committing. First question, what could possibly prevent you from not accomplishing your goals? What could it be? Could it be an individual? Could it be a job? Could it be the way you manage your time? What is it that could prevent you from accomplishing your goals? And think back to last year. What or who prevented you from accomplishing your goals? Number two, where do you need to be mentally in order to succeed? Where does your head need to be? How do you need to be able to think? And what are you willing to do to stay on track, right? Your only limit when it comes to making 2020 epic is you, right? So are there things that prevent you from not accomplishing your goals. It could be somebody, it could be a friend that just every time you try to make progress, this person sets you back. It could be a family member. It could be someone at work. It could be working a job that you hate, that's sucking the life out of you and not allowing you to explore other opportunities, right? Where do you also need to be mentally, right? Where does your head need to be? Do you need to change the way you think? Do you find yourself in a downward downward spiral of negativity in the way you think? You know, where do you need to be? Where does your headspace need to be in order for you to succeed? And if you need to seek help, talk to a therapist, talk to a family member, talk to a trusted friend to help you lay how you're feeling out on the table, perfectly fine, Right. Um, what are you willing to do to stay on track? And this is the hard one because we all set these goals. We all set these things that we, we want to do. And then when it's time to take action, oh, I'm tired. I can't wake up early. Oh, I, I have a day. Oh, um, you know, I, there's a new show on Netflix. The new <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. New, new, new show on Amazon Prime. Oh, I'll do it later. Oh, you know what? Nobody in my family has done this before. I can never do it. We start to tell ourselves that. Stuff. So yeah. what are you willing to do to stay on track? What are you willing to do? What is your why? Why do you want to succeed? What is pushing you to succeed? Why do you want to accomplish your goals? Why do you want to be successful? Why do you want to achieve financial wellness? Why? That why is personal to you. It's not because people say, oh, you're supposed to have this at, at this age. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be that person, you know, by this, all your friends are on social media. They've bought their first house. They've bought their first car, whatever. That's not your why. Your why could be because you want to lay a good example for your kids, because you want to be able to support your family, because you want to prove that you have, like, what is your why? What is your why? And this is personal to you. Your why is what's going to compel you to keep moving forward. Your why is going to, is what's going to compel you to achieve your goals. Your why is what's going to encourage you to pick yourself up to keep going in addition to the people who are keeping you accountable. And I just wanted to call out, somebody said, oh yeah, uh, in the comments, you know, you can set your goals anytime and you can actually set your goals anytime. You do not need mm-hmm. to set goals on the, on January 1st because it's a new year. But the importance of setting a goal in a new year is the fact that there is momentum. People are open to the idea of having this next 12 months be so successful for themselves that this is prime time for you because your head, your mind is open to Mm -hmm. receiving it, right? You can absolutely set goals whenever you feel like on a Monday, on a Wednesday at 7 p.m., at 1 a.m., whenever you feel like. I set goals all the time. I adjust my goals all the time. But there is something about setting goals now when everybody is feeling that excitement of the new year. I'm also going to burst the bubble and say that by March, most people have fallen off of their path to achieve their goals. They've fallen off, they've thrown it out the window, they've gone back to Netflix. And this is because they did not ask themselves these questions. This is because they were not clear on their why and it is because they did not want it bad enough. 
So I'll tell you, don't waste your time setting goals if you know you're not willing to stay on track, if you know you don't want it bad enough. That means you're not setting the right goals. Set the goals for yourself that are meaningful to you, that you know you want more than anything, right? Because when times get tough, you want to still be able to pick yourself up and keep moving forward as it relates to those goals. So keep that in mind. Okay, so they're going to talk about how to create a plan to succeed with your money. And the plan is the easy part, right? The hardest part of goal setting is ourselves, seeing it through. The hardest part of seeing goal setting through is ourselves. It's ourselves, it's our mindset, it's our behavior (laughs) over time. The plan is easy. This is the plan. Number one, check in often, check your goals often. You can set a reminder on your phone. It will alert you, hey girl, time to check your goals. Number two, commit to a monthly budget. This is not punishment. This is not restriction. This is you being the boss and telling your money what to do. Your money works for you. It should work for you. You exchange so much of your time, so much of your energy to get paid that that, those dollars that you earn, they should work for you. And that's what your budget is. You telling your money what to do. It's not punishment. It's not restriction. You can build fun and shopping and travel into your budget, but you can also, and you also should be building saving and investment and paying off debts into your budget as well. So keep that in mind. You want to save for emergencies. Your emergency savings is so important. If 2020, 2021 has showed us anything, it's that we need to have backup savings. And this is not saying, oh, you need $5,000 all at once. It means creating a line item in your budget that says, okay, I want to save my first $1,000, $2,000 for emergency savings. I'm going to start with that amount of money. And I'm going to build a line item that every time I get paid, I put $100 into my emergency savings account. You get to your $2,000. Okay, I want to save an additional $3,000 in emergency savings. And this total amount of $5,000 can cover my core expenses for three months. It can help me buy gas. It can help you buy groceries. It can help you pay my rent for three months if things go crazy. You build into your budget. If you have to leverage that money, you spend it. You build it back into your budget. And then you continue to replenish your emergency savings. It's not about having a lump sum of money land out of the sky. It's about creating a plan to fund this emergency savings. So many people tell me, I someone left a comment today saying, it's impossible to save. I don't earn enough money to save. And I understand that sometimes for some people, you're not making enough money, right? But I bet you there's an opportunity for you to either find ways to cut back or find ways to earn more, even if it's uncomfortable. The biggest people, biggest issue people have, biggest struggle people have when it comes to cutting back and earning more, because you can only cut back so much. So I'm all for cutting back, but at some point you're gonna have to stop cutting back because you have to live your life, right? Yeah. You know, the next thing is to earn more. And the biggest struggle I see is not that people cannot earn more, it's not that people cannot cut back, it is that it is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You don't feel good. You can't do what you want to do. You can't, you know, you have to spend your time going to work. You can't buy your favorite this and that. It's uncomfortable. But guess what? Your biggest successes will happen in your discomfort zone. Every major accomplishment I've made in my life has happened when I stopped feeling comfortable and cozy. And I took off that blanket and I stepped out into the cold, basically half naked. (laughs) That's when the success has happened. So I remember discomfort is not a permanent thing. You can go back to being cozy. You can go back to being comfortable. But when people say things like that, sometimes, sometimes it's because it's about the discomfort. There are situations where people are just in a really, really hard spot, right? can't pay your bills. But guess what? The option when you cannot pay your bills is picking up your phone and saying, hey, listen, bill provider, I can't pay. Hey, landlord, I cannot pay. Can you work with me? Is there a program I can get into? Can I seek help? And again, this can be uncomfortable for people having to seek help, having to ask for help, right? But it is only temporary. Remember, create your plan to succeed with your money. So I kind of got sidetracked, but Check in often, commit to a budget, save for emergencies, have a debt repayment plan. Repaying, paying off debt is not complicated. You create a plan, you know, lowest interest, highest interest. We have articles and podcasts. There's videos on the YouTube channel about debt repayment. Pick a plan, build it into your budget, automate it if possible, and work the plan. 
right? The challenge with debt is interest. If there's anything you want to learn when it comes to paying off debt is that you want to pay more than the minimum payment. Because by design, you, when you make the minimum payments, you allow the credit card companies to earn the maximum amount in interest. So keep that in mind. You want to pay more than the minimum and you want to do it consistently for your top priority, most expensive, lowest interest, or smallest balance debt. Next, maintain your credit. We're going to talk about credit really in the, in the next slide, um, specifically with tips from FICO. And credit is key because we're living in a world that's, you know, credit is, is a big dependency for many things. Getting a job, mm-hmm. um, certain utilities, renting an apartment, buying a house, so many, you know, reasons where credit ties into your life. You want to actively invest and plan for retirement. And you want to consider multiple streams of income. Every single thing that is mentioned on this create a plan to succeed with your money slide is a topic that is covered in one of our free courses on clevergirlfinance.com. We have over 30 plus completely free courses. It is a topic that has been covered on our YouTube channel. Uh, It's a topic that has been covered on the Clever Girls No podcast. So we have resources to support you with creating every single one of these steps, creating a plan for every single one of these steps that I just mentioned. Okay. So are you guys still with, with us? Are you guys having a good time? (laughs) Are you finding this session useful? I know we're sharing a lot of information, but you know, this is important. And again, you take from this whole session, take what's most important to you, take what's most important to you and apply that. Come back and listen to it if you need to, but take what's most important, what's speaking to you the most, take that now and apply that to the way you set your goals for next year. Okay, so we're going to talk about credit, share some key tips about credit, and this part of the session is brought to you by FICO. As I mentioned at the beginning, we have been partners with FICO for the last two years. We are proud to be FICO partners. The reason why we love FICO as a brand um, is because they are focused on consumer education. They're focused on empowering you with knowledge and they actually want to see people succeed, right? So there are very few brands that are focused on consumer education as heavily as FICO is. And so we're really proud to be part, to be, you know, in partnership with them. So we're going to talk about some key tips for your credit stepping into the new year and beyond, because as you know, credit is something that's very important, especially if you are in the U.S., um, just to your financial well-being and life. So number one, you want to understand what scores lenders use when they are pulling your credit or when they are, you know, when you were applying for credit. And so 90% of the top lenders in the U.S. use FICO scores. So keep that in mind, right? Your FICO score is something that's very important. Um, your FICO score, you want to know what it is made up out of. So people always say, well, you know, what's my credit made up of? How do they determine my credit score? You know, why does this matter? So first of all, your credit is made up of certain categories. Number one, your payment history makes up 35%. This is how well you have paid those bills. Uh, It's made up of how much you owe, the amounts owed. This makes up 30%. And this is basically when you look at your debt to credit ratio, right? If you have a credit card that has $5,000, how much of it do you owe? That's 30%. The length of your credit history is 15%. How long have you had the credit, right? Um, New credit, what type of new credit accounts do you have? That's 10%. And your credit mix is another 10%. And credit mix is essentially the different types of credit you have. It could be a student loan plus a car note plus a mortgage plus a credit card. And number three, you want to actively monitor your score. So you can get your free FICO score from your financial institution. Um, FICO works with over 200 financial institutions, and they give consumers completely free access to their actual FICO scores that lenders use. So your bank likely, your credit card company likely all offer you a free actual, your free and actual FICO score. So again, Understand what scores the credit lender uses, right? 90% use FICO. Learn what makes up your FICO score, the payment history, the amounts old, length of credit, new credit, and your credit mix. And number three, actively monitor your score. And you can do this for free. 
Number four, you want to check your credit balances. And so when it comes to how much you owe, this is the second most influential factor in your credit score. It makes up 30%. This is your debt to credit ratio. So basically, when you look at how much credit availability you have or how much credit line you have, how much of it do you owe? That is a big deal. The more you owe, the higher risk you seem to a lender because it's like, why is her credit card maxed out, for example? So you want to check your balances and create work it into your debt repayment plan to pay those bills down, not just pay them down, pay them on time, every time, every single month. If possible, automate your payments, number five, and this can help help you avoid late payments. And you also want your credit report for accuracy and dispute any incorrect information. And incorrect information on credit reports is very common. Your credit report is information that is reported to the credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian by your creditors. So your creditors report to them how much you owe, if you paid on time, et cetera. And sometimes there are errors. Sometimes there is, you know, a mistake. Sometimes there is wrong information. It's really important that you are on top of it. So you can review your credit report at annualcreditreport.com. If you are in Canada or in the UK where they also have credit, um, there might there are other resources that you can look into as to how you can get your credit reports for free. I saw somebody asked that in the comments. So again, one thing to keep in mind though, is that your credit is your score, your ability to take on debt basically. And also for many people, impacts their ability to get higher, their ability to get certain utilities, um, ability to qualify for a loan, take on debt. So you want to make sure that you're using your credit responsibly, right? This is not about improving your credit so you can go and open up every store card. That is not responsible use of credit. That's not leveraging debt in a smart way. Instead, you might want to think about it as, okay, I want to improve my credit. I want to follow all, all these tips so that I can, um, qualify for the lowest possible interest rate so I can get a mortgage for an asset, which is a home, for example. So you want to keep that in mind. And so FICO offers a ton of incredible resources as well as workshops specifically around credit, right? So please visit scoreabetterfuture.com to get access to this information. This is also linked below. If you're watching this on YouTube, we have a series of resources um, from FICO as to how you can prepare and recover um, um, when it comes to the impact of COVID, how you can repair your credit and improve your FICO scores and how you can join one of their upcoming live sessions. So visit scorebetterfuture.com. And um, yeah, they are really awesome. We love partnering with FICO. And so I hope you have found these specific credit tips um, useful. Okay, so we're getting to a close um, of the session and we will answer a few questions at the end and hear your comments as well. But uh, Yasmin, I'm going to let you take this slide. Okay. So as you set your 2022 financial goals, revolve your focus around the following. Where you stand financially and improving that. How much you own and increasing that. How much do you owe and reducing that. And finally, where you want to get to come year end. Okay, so let's go over that again. Four simple steps. Keep this in mind. Here's where you want to focus on 2022. Where do you stand right now with your finances, right? You want to improve that. How much do you own? What are your assets? You want to increase that. What do you owe? You want to reduce that and focus on where you want to get to come this time next year right? 12 months from now. It's short, it's long and short at the same time, but it's doable. We can all remember where we were last year, right? So where do you want to be this time next year? And how badly do you want to be there? These goals you're setting are personal to you, not about anybody else. It's not about what you have to prove to anybody. This is about you, right? So think about that. One thing for you to remember, a few things to remember as when in 2022 is that you're taking ownership of your finances and your life. You are here spending time doing this. There are so many things that I'm sure 
you could be doing with your time, but instead you're on your finances and improving your life. Um, it's not going to be easy, right? You're setting all these goals. You're taking, creating all these plans to take action. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. And you want to remember to believe and have faith in yourself as you take the action. Not everyone is going to understand your journey and that's perfectly fine. They don't need to, you need to. And accountability is key. Your circle of influence matters. The people you surround yourself with, the people you share your goals with, they matter, right? So be mindful of who you share your goals with. Be mindful of who you surround yourself with. And finally, gratitude always, because gratitude brings abundance. Like just take a moment and be grateful for the fact that you are here. You are healthy. You are well. We're able to have this session. 2020 was not good for too many people where, you know, they have their health, right? So just be grateful for what you have and create your plan and focus on making 2020, 2022 your best year yet. Okay. So we are at 9 20 PM. I'm sure it's like two or 3 AM somewhere, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for being here. This is going to be available as a replay. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you guys being here to, you know, just plan your next year with us. And we hope you join the Clever Wealth Finance community. Like I mentioned, our courses are completely free. Um, and we are just here to support you, empower you. And we love to see women win. We love to see women win and men, right? But, you know, um, we want to see our sisters win. And so thank you for being here. Here's to an amazing 2020. I pray that you achieve all your heart's desires and this is your best year yet. And we will see you next week, Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our weekly yes. live. And on the YouTube channel, there's going to be a bunch of new videos on goal setting and stepping out of your comfort zone and things like that. So thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Um, Yasmin, do you want to share anything? Yeah, it, this was fun. Um, I was enjoying reading the comments about like so <laughs> what people comments. are learning and <laughs> and their wins and what their their failures and you know it. I enjoyed it and thank you so much for being with us today. You guys are amazing. You are amazing. Don't doubt yourself. You're gonna be, you're gonna be incredible, and this this next year is going to be incredible for you. Very Thank well. you, everyone. Good night and Happy New Year. Good night. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.